All right, it's December 6, 2019, and it is another episode of Headliners. Today we're going to talk about trailers and movies and things coming out and things we watched. This is uh, not really going to be news per se because there was no news. I tried looking for news. There was nothing out there. Nothing, nothing was interesting. So we're making up news. Dave? Let's get into it. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. I've seen three movies in my life. Bridge on the River Kwai, Patton, and Herbie Fully Loaded. You serious, Clark? I always tell it through. Is that your thing? You come into a bar, you read some obscure passage, and then pretend you, you pawn it off as your own? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Nope. All right, last weekend's box office, November 29th through December 1st. Uh, yeah, that was that was the Thanksgiving weekend. Frozen 2 crushed it, $85.9 million. Uh, surprising no surprising one. Surprising no one. Uh, that was, yeah, so the second week out, actually. And uh, number two was debut week for Knives Out at $26.7 million, a distant, distant second. Uh, number three was Ford versus Ferrari with 13.1. Fourth place was Queen and Slim. 11.8, and rounding at the top five was A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, 11.7. And just worth noting that Joker is still in the top ten, with nine weeks in the top ten. Pretty good. Yeah, that's wild. Pretty damn good. Also, I'm very happy we're in, like, good movies. Yes, recently. we are. Like, I was going to say, of these top five, mm-hmm. at least, top six even, I want to see every single one. Well, I have seen Knives Out. You guys will listen to that review on yep. Monday. But I want to see, like, almost every movie. Frozen here. 2 interests me. Even before Fiona, I watched Frozen, and I liked it. Yeah, I liked Frozen. Uh, Knives Out, excellent. Uh, Ford vs. Ferrari, I really want to see that. Queen Slim, nah, I don't care. Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, got to see it. 21 Bridges, got to see it. Playing with Fire, don't want to see it. <coughs> Midway, I heard it sucked from several people, so I may not want to see it anymore. Last Christmas, no, and Joker, I'll see that all the time. So there was, it's we're, we're batting like 70%. It's like 7 of the time. 70%. That's amazing. That's not bad at all. It hasn't been that high since last oh, December. Yeah. And it was sucks. How was your it Thanksgiving? Sucks that we're saying, like, it's like, oh, we're getting into good movie season. It's December. It's almost fucking Christmas. Yeah. Well, it, it's also, I feel like a lot of, like, the good movies the past, like, few months have been... Like, not major releases. Like, Parasite, mm-hmm. I know you still haven't seen it. You don't have an interest just because it's a foreign language yep. film. But it is easily the best. It's not my favorite film this year, but it's the best movie this year probably of the decade. It is so good. Hmm. But, like, I haven't seen uh, Irishman, which we'll talk about yet. Um, there, there, There's a few movies that have been out for, mm-hmm. like, slowly trickling out. Like, Irishman has been out in New York for, like, a month yeah. and a half. I just I, I remember last uh, Oscar season we were like oh well these these movies aren't that great you know so it's an off year I don't know what the top ten is going to be I don't I it's nothing stands out in my in my mind as being like surefire Oscar contender oh really I think off the top of my head and I haven't like even seen all the movies yet I think uh, Parasite Once Upon a Time in Hollywood Irishman Marriage Story. 
uh, Ford versus Ferrari, maybe a beautiful day in the neighborhood, uh, are all going to be hmm. like best picture noms. Yeah, I haven't. I, I'm embarrassed, but I haven't seen um, any of those. <laughs> almost, yeah, no, I really, really not keeping up with it. No, I was thinking um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I gotta get on that, but yeah, that is my favorite movie this year. So good. Hold on. I think I rated it in '96. You gave it a '96. Yeah. Nice. And then, like, like I told you, I know you got mad though. Like, Parasite is so fucking good. I only didn't give it a hundred because I feel like you can't give it a mm-hmm. hundred, but it's like a ninety-nine point nine for me. Jesus. All right, I'm trying. I was trying to find. I I, I don't know where it is. I had this I had this website where award season like stats and like Vegas numbers where they projected the top mm. ten. I can't find it. Maybe they went out of business because they were completely wrong past three years. Anyways, all right, let's um let's move on. So you did you just tell me that you didn't see Irishman yet? No, I have not. Yikes, Dave. Okay. So that kinda like makes this thing difficult to well it's out we can talk about that it being like it's i've read like reviews and stuff i okay i'll just say i like it it was yeah it was, i mean we shouldn't go too no, far no. into it because i know Jim, jimmy wants to come back to do a full it review was, i'll just briefly say that my, my big two big criticisms were uh the three and a half hours didn't bother me so much just because it was netflix and i could pause it Mm-hmm. The the big thing though was I, I I couldn't help but think that it was just a gimmick to have Pesci and De Niro there as as younger versions of themselves for like eighty percent of the movie. There was no there was no benefit that it was actually a detriment because De Niro you'll you'll see when you watch it he does. N- I've seen the fight scene that goes with the, on when he's, when he's also... stomping the guy's hand and it's like seven yeah. seconds to make a stomp. It's stupid. But, like, everyone I've spoken to that's seen the movie is like, yeah, that scene's not great, but it's, like, the only not great no, scene. No, 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 no. In, like, the entire three and a half hours of movie. Maybe not, I wouldn't say, like, there's it ruined scenes, but, like, you can definitely tell that these guys are old as shit, and they don't move right. They oh, don't really? move you're, right. You're the only person I've spoken to who's seen it who says and that. And I'm not like, a... I'm, besides for that one scene, which has been memed to death yeah, already. I'm not a visual guy. I don't give a shit about CGI. I don't. I don't think it, I don't think it typically ruins it for me, but seeing De Niro, like, get off a couch and, like... Like a seventy-year-old instead of a forty-year-old. Because like everyone's like been talking about it for half no. a year, and that's why you noticed. No, not it. at all. Because I don't give. I, you know me. I'm really not in that loop. I should be, but I'm not. And I was. I, I was thinking nothing but great things about this movie, and it just they that stuck out to me. And also his body type. When you when you get older, your chest like goes straight out and down. You're more like a fucking human box than a, than like a actual physique of a thirty-year-old. You, you can't hide that. Well, I, I saw some of that, like, they didn't change that when they were de-aging him because that's how the actual guy's body mm-hmm. was. Like, he had a body like that, so they were purposely not making him look like younger himself. They were making him look like younger that guy. Okay, well, I mean, they still made this, the face look like younger De Niro, and we all know what younger De Niro looked like, and it wasn't that. So that was like a kind of cross crossing circuits of your brain. Yeah. That's a complaint. Okay. I mean, I haven't seen it. I'm I'm excited to go see I still, it. Heard, like I said, you are the first person I know who has seen it who has not just raved about how great it I'm is. I'm not going to rave about how great it is. It's, it's good. Yeah, I, I know a lot of, like, I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know. I know a lot of people, though, who say that it's in their top three Scorsese. That's, well, when we review it, we'll discuss that. 
comment. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do our top five because I don't think that is even close. But it's new. It's good. It's new and it's good. Nice. It's a good Netflix movie. All right. Next up is some Mandalorian Mm -hmm. talk. I'm gonna expand on this too. But you wrote Baby Yoda is not a pup or is is a puppet, not CGI. Uh, which is a good move and all that. It's not a hundred percent like there is some scenes where it's CGI. The the whole the news story was that they wanted to make it a hundred percent CGI mm-hmm. and Warner Herzog was like, No, the puppet's too adorable. We have to keep No, it. I get that. Like when it's walking around, I get that's that's CGI. Yes. All right. I just wanted to make sure But when you first when you first meet Baby Yoda is in the that, that's the puppet. And that's yeah. And in like every close up scene yeah. and like if it's just standing there and moving part of its body, it's a puppet. Great that it, it drinking coffee is, you know. Not a puppet, but it's still adorable, and it's pulled back far enough where you, you don't see the detail that the puppet gives you. It's good. I like. It. I, I I love how they they chose to go. They chose to go that route. Yeah, I mean, I I I keep telling people I fucking hate how like I know that Baby Yoda was just made as like a corporate like let's make something that's gonna sell a billion dollars in merchandise. Mm-hmm. Every time it's on scene, it's just like I feel like I'm looking at like a newborn baby, and I'm just like, oh my god, it's so cute. Yeah, just because it's a gimmick and it's like a ploy doesn't mean it's not working. Yeah. It's working, I, and I'm okay it, with it. A hundred percent, I'm sucked into it, and I I fucking love Baby Yoda. And it's, it's I'm upset that none of the Baby Yoda toys or anything are coming out till like April, mm-hmm. so I can't even get them for like Kari for Christmas or anything. I'll try to 3D print you one. Please did I, I did I send you the I colored one? I took marker. You colored one. You didn't send me I, the color. I colored them and marked it up. It looks fucking awesome. Let's just say if you sent one to me, you would be quite the hero in this household. I'll consider it. See if I can crank one out again at work. It's just I just sent it to you. It's adorable. I'm not happy with the with the green skin color. Dave is gonna tweet this out too from the six pack account. Yes, I am. I'm gonna do that right now. That thing is adorable. Awesome, right? I just, I just I found yeah. the file on uh, on Reddit and I was like okay I haven't abused my privileges with this printer just yet now's a good time to do it it's only like two and a half inches three inches tall I could have really been a dick and so made like a six it. or seven inch one that have been fucking crazy but no I held back with restraint oh my God. yeah please please promote <laughs> out for me so I mean Mandalorian is awesome I think it's it is right now my favorite Star Wars entity. By far. Yeah, like, like I said, I we we were supposed to do our check-in last week, but we didn't because of the holiday. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the series so far? Oh, it's fantastic. I can't get enough of it. And I also will say this. Did I, did I tell you that you I thought you ruined it for me? Why? All right, so you you uh, retweeted somebody, and I, I just opened it up, and it was, he's done. And it was a picture of Baby Yoda. And I was like, oh, no, and I like, threw my phone down. So I was like, "Fuck!" I don't even remember what like that was in relation. So I was to. like, "Fuck!" Baby Yoda's dead. Here he's 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 gone now. That's that's gonna make the show like dramatically different. So, but I went into that into the episode last week thinking Baby Yoda died or is gone, and then I'm thinking, "Oh, he dodges the bullets. Here we go. Maybe I maybe I misread that." And then the end of the episode with the bounty hunter getting him in his cross hairs. I'm like, "Fuck!" I'm gonna see Baby Yoda's brain splattered against some kid's face. I thought they were going to do that. I was like, you know what? I'd be super sad if Baby Yoda died. And before that, I was thinking. But also, that would be like a hell of a ballsy move by oh, them if they were just like, yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, uh, be, that, would, that would be a tough call to make, but I'd respect the shit out of it. So, But in my mind, I was thinking, all right, he's either going to leave him there like he's saying he's going to leave him or he's going to die. 
Luckily, neither would, neither of that happened. Then I went back to your tweet to see what the hell I saw, and you just retweeted somebody who like crocheted a baby Yoda and said he's done. Oh, that's what and it was. I was like, well, I feel ridiculous now. <laughs> I went through that's all hilarious. that like inner turmoil myself over a fucking crocheted doll of baby Yoda. Oh, yeah, because I, I, I was, like, looking up because I was going to get one for oh, Kari for Christmas. And, like, they don't sell them. And so I was, like, looking on Etsy of all these people, like, making their own baby Yodas. And they're all, like, slightly horrifying. Mm. <laughs> not, they're, not a lot of them are great. No. A lot of people suck at crocheting. All right. Uh, but m- more Star Wars stuff. I guess you said that – I say you said that. I'm Basically, I just looked at your Twitter um, for today's today's <laughs> stories. Some guy who was I didn't I didn't even read the headline. Some guy who had a script for the latest Star Wars left it in a coffee shop or some shit. No, so John Boyega, who plays Finn, <laughs> left his script when they were done filming. He forgot it in his hotel room. Oh, and so somebody had like the person who checked into his room after him found it and tried to sell it on eBay, but it had been up for like thirty minutes and was only at like eighty dollars on the bidding so far. When Disney found out and they were able to get in contact with the guy, and he was like, "Yeah, I don't, I'll give it back, whatever." And like they let him see like the movie early, and that's cool. It's just hilarious that like the script was almost out there, like a hundred percent out there. That's crazy. What would yeah. you do with that script? Because you, because you, you didn't steal probably... it. You didn't steal it. There was no wrongdoing on your end, but you obtained it. And there is nothing illegal I, about you because you said, didn't sign any like NDA or anything. There would be nothing illegal on your part to release it to the masses or sell it. What I would do, though, is just be like, let Disney know you have mm-hmm. it. And then I would say, I'm not going to post anything. I'm not going to share anything. All I want is to go to the premiere and also get the cast to sign the script. And then I would have that framed in my house. That's not bad. Like, use that to, like, and I'm like, I'm not giving it back. I want, like, this script, and I want it signed by the cast, and I want to get to go to the premiere. That's that's not a bad. And that's such, like, an easy thing for Disney to handle and do. See, me, I go a different route. I'm thinking, I want to I want to sell it back to them, but I want to be reasonable about, about it. So I, I would say I want, like, a, uh, a quarter of a percent of your total gross. They're never going to do that. When you say I want 0.25%, it doesn't sound like much up front. Yeah, but Disney's lawyers would just, like, absolutely, like, thrash you. Mine is much more realistic of being I know, but I want money. See, I I, I don't know. Like, there's some stuff that I think is, like, money can't replicate. Like, getting to meet the cast, see the the last Star Wars movie before everyone else. Oh, no, I And, like, having them all sign it. I couldn't do that. If I saw the cast, I'd probably just punch Finn. And fuck, if I what? saw Rose in person, good night. Fuck Rose. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not going to... I don't like her character, really. I'm not going to take that out on an Oh, actress. but they're not They're not real people. They're they're playing a part. And I wouldn't... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so I wouldn't get mad no, at, like seeing the actress. but they, represent, they represent what I hate. <laughs> okay. They're, they're the reason why I hate them. Um, Speaking of Star Wars, though, more of it. They've released, like... Five TV spots over the last week that have all been fantastic, but one of them, it, it, they released it, it was cut to Duel of the Fates, the music from The Phantom Menace, when it's Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan versus Darth Maul, and I forgot how great that song. That might be the single greatest piece of music attached to Star did Wars. Did John Williams do that? I think he did. 
Yeah. yeah, he's done every what single a, Star Wars What a film. magnificent job that or was. Every single main it, one. That was, you're right, it's, it's the best Star Wars one, and that's saying a lot going up against like the main like Darth Vader theme. Yeah, and the Imperial that's March. That's what I mean, the Imperial March. And Twin Sons, mm-hmm. which is Luke's thing. It's, uh, I'm okay. I, I, it's I don't so like good. that one much. Yeah, really? I mean, it's, it's... That one, that's the one, and I know it's like completely sentimental. It's like one of my earliest movie memories is seeing that, but that's the one that, I hear that and like see some Star Wars see stuff on the screen and I start to tear <laughs> up. Yeah, I mean it's good, but it's just, it just doesn't beat what the what do you say? What was it? The, uh, Duel, Duel of the Fates. That's just classic. No, that that's the one though that when I see it, I just get pumped. I think you should put that at the end of this episode. Oh, all right. Yeah, easy. That's an easy one. Um, I just tweeted you the the ad to watch when we're done recording. It's only 30 nice. seconds. Um, well, going off of Star Wars, though, I, um, you know how you're re- like rewatching all the Star Wars leading up to it? Where, where mm-hmm. are you now? So I didn't get to watch. I'm, I was supposed to watch Return of the Jedi this past weekend. Didn't because it was holiday traveling and all that. So this weekend I'm watching Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. Okay. Uh, I didn't do that. I literally just, I was being lazy and Netflix had, or... Yeah, Netflix had uh, The Last Jedi. So I watched mm-hmm. that. And I was reminded of how much I hated it. Maybe not reminded, but I, I was, it was my second time rewatching it, and it was not a good movie. Was I'm, I I haven't rewatched it probably since the first time it came to Netflix. Um, it's not a good movie. I wonder what you gave it. I think you reviewed it well last year. I think I did. I think you gave it like mid-80s at least. But that was like um, off the hype because we we like had just saw it. I think we saw it like we we reviewed it like. Yeah, you rated it higher than I did. You gave it an eighty six. I gave it an eighty three. Those aren't. Yeah, that, that's obviously a good rating. But looking at it again, but, it plummets mm-hmm. just for the simple fact of like if Lord Dern's character tells people, "Hey, we got a plan, and this is what it is," nothing happens. They get away with it. No drama. No bullshit. No um, nothing. They 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 make get off scot free. So just by one little thing early on, if they just tell Poe what happens, he doesn't be a dick hero and and ru- everything was a result of being idiots. Everything was stupid. It not, nothing that they did on that like planet. Well, didn't they tell him spe- not tell him specifically because they were being tracked? So they thought there was a mole. And they weren't sure who the mole was, so they weren't telling anyone what the plan was. No, but also he's a soldier, and they told him don't do anything, and he was like, "Well, I'm a hero." He did it anyways. Well, yeah, that's arrogance. See, I think, especially because after just seeing Ryan Johnson's new movie, Knives mm-hmm. Out, I think he's phenomenal. I'm still excited for him to do his own thing in the Star Wars universe, just off to the side, not part of the main ones. I think the biggest problem with the oh, last pause. Jedi, what? Oh, Ryan Johnson. He's the one who directed. It. Okay. I yes. thought you were talking about Poe right now. <laughs> no, so he no, was no. not in Knives Out, was, was say, he? No. Um, I think the biggest problem was that he wanted to, like, deconstruct some of the stuff and, like, go against, like, the grain mm-hmm. for it, which I think can work in some Star Wars stuff. But that's not what I want from, like, the main movies. These movies are very much, like, the generic hero story, fairy tale, like, Western yep. stories. And, like, they don't need to be deconstructed. Sometimes things can just be, like, optimistic and cheesy. Yep. 
And that's what I love about like and, you rewatch the uh, like the originals that they're like cheesy and corny, but and, not but they do it in, like but not like in a earnest, not like, like in a stand up comedy way either because I think they they went like the Marvel Marvel route with a lot of it. See, the only thing I think in the last Jedi, and again I haven't watched it in probably like a year now. Um, the only thing I didn't like humor wise was the jokes between Poe and Hux in the very beginning. Bingo, that was that was the worst one. But then the rest of it, like none of that bothered. There were a couple other instances, like uh, with um, with Luke and Ray on the island, of him being just like it, it was. There was some there was some issues I had with it. That's all I'm saying. It was it was like some dumb hokey comedy, which I understand that there was a bit of that beforehand. But when you set it off, it, it, I was gonna say like when you watch because I uh, Empire Strikes Back, my favorite movie of yep. all time. It is especially when he first meets Yoda. It is. I was like, because I'm. Tr- I've been watching movies more with like a critical eye since we started doing the podcast. I was amazed at how like absolutely like cheesy and corny and like hokey and like maybe a little too far some of the jokes mm-hmm. were. No, it, you, you're. It's a fair point. I'm thinking. I'm saying with this one though. I think when you when you lead off the movie with a dumb conversation like Poe versus uh, Hux, th- yeah, Hux, that yeah. was that set the tone for like you hit that note. Every time you say something stupid, it's gonna go back to that like kind of like dumbing down on that that note, and it just it didn't fit, didn't feel right. So they went yeah, they went heavy beginning. It's part and of the why every time I'm going back to for... it, made it worse. That's all. Yeah, uh, but part of the reason why I'm excited though for Rise of Skywalker is like for all the faults of The Force Awakens, it felt like Star Wars. Yes, it did. So, so who who's I'm who's who directed it. this last one? This, the yeah. final one? JJ. Ah, he good. came back. Good, good, good. From The Force Awakens. Good. I like JJ. Me too. I know a lot of people are like, oh, some of his stuff's too polished, too, like, like his movies are all technically good. Mm-hmm. And, but, like, they're like, oh, there's no soul in it. I didn't. I, I like polished. Never have that problem with I his movies. I enjoy polished. Yes. Okay. You want to? We got time. We gotta go. Uh, next one up is the the Black Widow trailer. The first one came out this week. Um, I don't think I like it. Like I have, I have yep. very little interest in this. Yeah, I um, I don't know if it's just I'm burnt out on comic book movies, or what. Like all, I love every single actor they showed mm-hmm. in it. I love Agreed. like I know the fights are gonna be good because it's the stunt coordinators from John Wick. Yep. Came and did the stunts for this, so it's gonna look great. I just and I'm sure I'll be there opening weekend. I just have no excitement for it. Though. I think a big part of it is, I mean, after Endgame, which was a culmination of 20 movies, literally 20 movies leading up to it, 10 years or 11, and now this one, it's like, oh, what are we doing here? What's yeah? That that's another problem. Because we know she's like we know she's first, dead. Their first big movie after Endgame, and they're going back. Like, with a character to do a prequel for a dead character, it doesn't make sense. And you're introducing. I understand. I would you're, rather you're introducing more characters for a longer timeline. I get that, but it there's got to be a recognizable but even one. Even if this was like, there's got to be rec- there's got to be one recognizable character in there. There wasn't. Well, there. I know. Um, in this trailer, yeah. I mean, besides Black Widow herself, uh, Hurt is coming back as the Secretary of Defense, and Robert Downey Jr. is back as Iron Man. Is he? Oh, that was not in the trailer. That wasn't in the trailer, but like they announced it, and I know it was like shown at all like the Comic Con. Oh, cool. Uh, well, I like that, but um, 
Hopper from Stranger Things. He's in there, and he puts on this like this Russian Captain America thing, which I loved. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy it for the humor in it, but I mean, that's ridiculous. And we were we were watching a movie. The trailer was like, "This is a female Jason Bourne type thing." That's exactly what it was. It was like a better version of what was it that uh, Jennifer Lawrence movie? Red yeah, it was Sparrow. a better version of Red Sparrow. And then all of a sudden, we have Hopper coming out in in, in like a weird fitting. Which Re- Red Sparrow was basically like based on Black Widow's like origin in the comics. It's literally the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I I just thought Hopper's no, little weird I'm character sure it'll be was good. odd. I like the villain. I I don't know. It's Who's like, the villain? I'm blanking. I think his name's Taskmaster. I can't remember his name. I know his power is like he has the ability of like if he sees someone fight, he like can learn all their moves like photographic memory but of muscle memory mm-hmm. so like when he goes against like hawkeye and he sees him shooting bows he like immediately knows how to like match the bow shots and do them all when he fights like black widow he'll be able to do all the same flips and all that uh, okay so he's taser face i guess yeah i don't know so what, what would happen if he went up against iron man he'd learn how to have rockets out of his hand no like that those aren't the people he goes yeah. against. But, like, if he goes against, like, Captain America, like, in the comics, he wouldn't be as physically strong as Captain because he, like, has the serum. But he could, like, know how to throw the shield perfectly so it bounces off stuff and could, like, block all that stuff. Okay. So that, that's, do that's problematic moves. for people. Like, I get, that's... Yeah, it's a good grounded enemy for Black Widow. You can't, ha- you can't have anything ridiculous super- for Black Widow because she is not super-powered. She's just strong and... Well, she is... And I don't. I wonder if they're going to include that in the com in the movie because she is in the comics. Yeah. She's like part of like the spinoff program the, that was trying to create the Russian Captain America. Yeah, the Project X, but like Russian version. Exactly. I think I think that's yeah, that's think what that, that team Nine was or something. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I'm not excited for it. I need to wow me a little bit more. Yeah, me neither. But I'm gonna. We'll I'm be gonna be a dummy and see it anyways because I'm a slave to Marvel, as yes. we all are. This next trailer, though, I. Was not excited at all until I watched this, and that is the last Daniel Craig James Bond, No Time to Die. Yep. I'm so in on this movie. This is another one. I'm going to see it regardless, but this looks just like every other James Bond movie. I mean, that's what I want. I don't want it to not be James Bond. I know, but like the... We get one of these like every four or five years, and I just want it to be very James Bond. I know, but they didn't... I want him to drive amazing cars hit on gorgeous women and drink martinis and but shoot what's people this, what's, and that's what what's we're the gonna... story do we know the background of, like what the what's the plot of this thing um i don't have it in front of me off the top of my head i know rami malek is playing a villain. oh yeah he popped up out of nowhere hinted, i i believe it's hinted to be dr no who's a famous bond villain um which would tie into the, the first name no time to the die. first uh the first james bond movie ever fun yeah fun i think he was in one other one too no, I was saying that's, that was the name of the first James Bond movie. Doctor No. Oh, Doctor No. Yeah, I, sorry, I thought you meant No Time to Die. Hmm. Um, was there, he's apparently like an eco terrorist type thing. There's rumors that he mm, was trendy. one of like the whatever lieutenants in Blowfield's like I, I forget what it, Spectre okay. thing. And then now that he's been arrested and like it all fell apart, he like this Rami's trying to like take control of it. Okay. I mean, it's going to be good. Oh, yeah. What was the last one that came out? Spectre? That one wasn't that great. That one wasn't, but the one before it, Skyfall, Amazing. was fantastic. That thing was fantastic. So, these movies have been, like, alternate, like, Casino. Casino Royale. Royale. Amazing. Great. 
Quantum of Silence. Solace. Solace. Not great. It's okay. Skyfall. Fantastic. Yep. Uh, Spectre. Not great. So this one will be fantastic. I have high hopes. I really want this one. Since it's Daniel Craig's last, I want it to be amazing. And it has uh, Anna de Armas in it, who was in Knives Out and Blade Runner. And she is very quickly becoming my new like celebrity really? crush. Oh, yeah. Nice. Wait, who is she in Knives Out? She's the main character. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. She is the person you follow from the very she's beginning. She's cool. I like her. Yes. All right. And she was in Blade Runner. She was the hologram. So she wasn't really in it. I mean, the hologram was. of her wasn't it. Yep. <laughs> That's okay. That's not how <laughs> movies work. All right. Um, let's finish this off. Uh, movie releases coming out this week. There literally is nothing coming out nationwide this week. Marriage Story. That's is. Netflix. That's still I just, I'm just say, telling you, like for theater releases, nothing. There is one. No, sorry, there is one. It's a documentary, and I don't. I, it just doesn't do it for me. So, Marriage Story. Yeah, I don't believe you. That there's oh, and there's a kids movie. That's it. Two things: kids movie and a documentary. Seems weird though. It's very light. The Aeronauts. It's not national. Which, not huh? nationwide. Oh, is nope. it not? And Dark Waters is that also not? not? I looked, I checked it out. So for all of our huh. viewers, our okay. listeners out in Michigan, Sup yeah. Martinez. Um, I guess, I guess that yeah, you were right. I know. That never happens. Very rarely. So yeah, Marriage Story. <laughs> uh, you're all excited to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't need sadness in my life. Yeah. No, I got enough of it, Dave. I got plenty. So uh, I think that's going to wrap it up. Here we go. Uh, check us out on Monday. Jimmy's going to join us to review Knives Out. It should be a good time. Good, excited to listen to him talk again. Uh, and then check us out again next week. We'll be back um, with more headliners, probably more trailer stuff. All right? All right. All Sounds right. good. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. Love y'all. Bye-bye.